Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Carol Ann Fernandez, and I'm the COO at Glen Eagle. Our guest today is Shoshana Vital, now known as McNeil, as she recently got married, so congratulations. Owner of Soul Beat Studio in PA and the fitness expert at 6 ABC Action News. Shoshana is driven by the passion for doing what she loves. With her upbeat, motivational style, she takes pride in making her fitness classes fun and engaging. Her biggest motivator is being the best example of strength and positivity to her four young boys. So welcome, Shoshana. Thank you for having me. Obviously, as someone who was a college athlete and tries to stay in semi-good shape now, we'd just love you to share how you decided to open your own fitness studio. Yeah. So, I mean, working out and exercise has always been a part of my life, even when I was in high school and in college. But it wasn't until after I had my children, and I've, like you mentioned, four little boys, that I found this new type of working out, which was rhythmic spinning and another exercise called bar. And I started taking classes and I just loved the combination between empowerment and inspiration and motivation coupled with exercise and music. And so I immediately became obsessed with it. It was a really healthy outlet for me as a young mom with so many kids at home. And I was taking classes at a local studio and I fell in love with it. And then they asked me to teach there. And I never thought I would even be good at something like that. I always worked out at the gym on my own, never was really into fitness classes because I never thought I could get a better workout than what I could give myself. But I was definitely proved wrong very fast. And I said, you know what, I'm going to take this risk and this leap. And so what if I fail, right? So I did what I knew best to do, which is to be myself. And I learned how to instruct. I learned how to quote unquote, perfect my craft. And I started teaching. And when I tell you, it's like, I never knew that I would ever find my calling, but it was that pivotal moment in my life that I definitely knew without a doubt, I was made to do this. And I taught there for a little while, over a year. And then just like I now do in my own classes at my own studio, we encourage people to be confident, to follow their dreams and pursue their goals and not be afraid of failure. And although I was giving that message to other people, I also was getting that message within myself. And it was just one day where I thought to myself, you know what, like, I love doing this so much. I never want to stop, but I want to do it on my own terms. And there's certain things that I want to do differently. And so that gave me the courage and the motivation to leave where I was teaching and take that risk, take that jump. And it was like, you know what? I can do this on my own. I can do this even better. And in the way that I saw fit. And so I did. And it's been a long journey of starting a business with other business owners. And then they have dreams to pursue other paths in their life. And it's just been me running Soul Beat now for Gosh, I think we've been open for over five years, but I've been running it solo for about four years on my own. And it taught me a lot about myself, about my capabilities, about my strength and endurance, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. And running a business and being a mom is really tough. But 
I'm a lot tougher. And the joy that I get from even on my hardest day, even on the days where I, I don't feel very positive or even me, right? Even me sometimes has those days of like, I don't think I have it in me. Well, let me tell you, that door shuts to our classroom and I'm in front of these people and I know that they're looking at me to motivate them, to inspire them, to ignite the energy that is within them and to push them past their limits. And I forget about everything else and it becomes all about them and no longer about me. And there's something very therapeutic and very rewarding about that. And that's why I do what I do. There's no amount of money that could ever be given to me that would ever compare to the satisfaction I get knowing that my clients and the people even that watch me on 6ABC just feel better because of something I've said, or maybe I motivated them to push their body a little further than they didn't think that they could. And it's just the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of us, even just having young kids and and trying to work a job, um, let alone run a business, how do you go about trying to balance running your own studio and being on 6ABC and also having, you know, young boys? Yeah. So they say balance is everything, and it really, really is. I think you can't possibly be great 100% at every single little thing that you do. And I think that's first and foremost what you have to accept. Like you have to do your best every single day and not beat yourself up if you fall short. And so like learning that specifically for me of, you know what, you're not perfect and you're not going to be the perfect mom. You're not going to be the perfect boss. You're not going to be the perfect instructor or perfection doesn't exist, right? So I try to be a little bit kinder to myself. And there's times when I have to say, I can't do that because my kids need me, or I can't do that because I have to work. You have to learn how to prioritize your life. And you know what? You can do anything you put your mind to, but you cannot do everything. And I say this over and over again, because so many of us, especially as women, we think that we have to do everything and our hands are in every single different aspect of our lives. And we try to control everything. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And I think when you finally just accept that, you know what, I'm doing a really good job doing what I'm doing. And I can always be better, but I need to be easy on myself. And like with my own children, there are four boys and sometimes it feels like I've eight boys because <laughs> boys are full of energy, but I make time for them. And they, yes, listen, when I'm at home, sometimes I have to answer emails. Sometimes I have to take a phone call and I think, and I hope I've done a good enough job making sure that they understand that just because I have to take five or 10 minutes to do this for my job doesn't mean I'm a bad mom doesn't mean that they don't get my attention every other time. And so you, you pick and choose. And I think it also makes you even more aware of like, you know, at the time that I'm giving my children, those are moments that you're not going to get back. So how do I make those moments the best moments? And even in the crazy moments when they're hitting each other, they're yelling, there's a tantrum and it's like a tornado in my house. You have to also. Yeah, stop I only her. have like, one little girl so far, and I I know it's a lot already, so I can't imagine having four. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, but you know what? Like, what's great about this? And that's what I try and ask myself, even in the crazy times. Like, what is great about this? You know what's great about this? That God gave me four healthy, beautiful boys. That I'm even yeah. able to be with them right now. That yeah, kids fight. Yeah, kids 
scream. Yes, they have tantrums, but you have the skills within you as a mother to handle it because they look to you for that strength. And you try to give your very best to everything that you are a part of and be easy on yourself when you fall short. And that's honestly what it's about. I think that's great advice. And I think we could all use that every once in a while just to remind ourselves that we're doing an okay job when life's a little crazy. I know that a lot of women especially are sometimes nervous about going to fitness classes or just not feeling like maybe they're up to doing it or should be in the class. What kind of advice would you give maybe to someone who's thinking about jumping in in the water and and going to either your studio or another studio just to try to get back their fitness? Sure. Listen, I relate to this so much because even I remember myself back in the day when I was just starting to go to classes, it can be really intimidating. Number one, especially if you don't, if you haven't worked out in a while and you don't really know what you're going to be capable of doing, it's intimidating and it's nerve wracking. And my biggest advice is this, like when you go into a gym or when you go to maybe a boutique fitness studio that has classes similar to mine, it's not about you comparing yourself to other people. That's not what it's about. And the people there shouldn't, shouldn't, I should say, be worried about what everyone else is doing either. And I think finding a studio, and sometimes you have to find, you have to go and test out different ones. Obviously, always taking a friend along makes that breaking the ice a little bit easier. But you never know the relationships you're going to make in these studios. And like-minded people always gather and congregate. So if you find a studio where you feel welcomed and you should feel welcomed, you should never go into any type of gym or studio and feel judged. And so in my particular studio, I'm really, really, really big on this. I don't care if it's your first time walking into my studio or your 1000th time, you're all getting treated the same, which is warm and welcoming and making sure that you are comfortable. My big like slogan in my studio is come as you are, right? You don't have to be the best at this exercise. I don't care if you have to stop 40 times and catch your breath. That's not what it's about. It's about the effort. It's about the fact that you actually took that step. You know, people just think about exercising or they're like, oh, wow, like I wish I was in better shape and they do nothing about it. Props to you for even wanting to try and putting yourself in the position to get healthier. That is commendable. And that's what you have to focus on. You know what? Like I'm here, I'm going to give it my best effort. It doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. Everyone's worried about themselves. That's what it's about. And they're trying to get healthier and better just as much as you are. And like that, you have to go into a place that is welcoming and warm and judgment-free. And when you find that place, be loyal to it and support that business because there's nothing like that in the world to feel comfortable and welcomed. And that's when you can really achieve all of your goals in, in your fitness life. That's great. And uh, and I now understand why you are definitely an example of strength and positivity. Just listening to you speak <laughs> gives me uh, positivity and wants me to get back in the gym. Oh, uh, thank I you. This, you're welcome. This has been a great interview. Uh, we usually end with one last question. So what advice would you give to someone who's either thinking of starting a gym or even just changing careers, kind of like you did in, in becoming an expert in what you found passion in? Well, life isn't a dress rehearsal, right? You only get one shot at it. So you can sit Mm -hmm. around and say, coulda, woulda, shoulda, and that's all it's going to be. You know, there's a song that we play a lot with a line that says, if your dreams don't scare you, 
they're not big enough. And I have that quote on one of our walls in the studio. And I firmly believe that it's about letting that fear, right? There's always fear when you're about to start something new, when you're thinking about taking a leap or taking a risk, there's fear. You can either let that fear set you back and hold you back, or you can let that fear propel you forward and be that fuel and ammunition you need to tackle any goal, any dream that you have. But guess who's in the driver's seat of that? You are. You are in the driver's seat. So you got to let that fear fuel you and you stop at nothing. It's not going to be easy. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be times when you're going to be like, what am I getting myself into? But let me tell you, if your heart is in it, if this is what you really want, you will stop at nothing. And when you actually achieve what you set out to do, no one can take that from you. Nobody. Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I know I I definitely feel inspired and I'm sure our listeners do as well. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. That's Mm -hmm. why I do what I do. And I believe what I say. And I hope that you could feel that coming through this podcast too. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.